Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my daughter and my co-host, Allegra. You may know my mom from the Mom Hour. On this show, we talk about the books, shows, podcasts, and music that our family enjoys together, plus how we discover great media for kids and how we consume it. We also talk about other fun stuff like board games, tablet games, and movies. Today's episode is about birthdays and birthday gift ideas for all ages, most of which kind of have to do with books, movies, music, all the stuff we usually talk about on this podcast. Come on, Mom. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of Kid Literate. Allegra, that feels like kind of a big number, 15. Yeah, I can't believe it. So speaking of new numbers. You have had a birthday since we last published an episode. So happy birthday from the podcast. Thank you. And tell everybody how old you were and how old you are. I turned (laughs) 12. Yes. So at the end of April, we had a quarantine birthday in our house, which I'm sure many, many of you listening have since we've basically been inside for what, a sixth of the year. So Chances are there have been some other birthdays out there. Um, Allegra, would you say this was a good birthday? Yeah, it was really fun. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit about what we did? Yeah, so my dad and mom surprised me with a Survivor-themed birthday. We talked about Survivor on our last episode. And we did like Survivor challenges and we had a Survivor auction. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, And most of the credit goes to dad. He really did a good job with all those creative things. So we thought birthdays would be fun to talk about today and recommend some birthday gift ideas, mostly from the categories of things we talk about on this show. Not exclusively, but um, we obviously in our family, we love books, we love reading, we love music and movies. And so there's lots of gift ideas, I think, that come from those categories, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So we actually have quite a bit to get to today. And before we dive in, we are welcoming back our sponsor, Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Yeah, you're probably familiar with the Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls book. It's got short biographies of famous women with these great illustrations. Well, they also have a podcast and they're now into season three. Each episode is around 20 minutes long and tells the story of one inspiring woman from history narrated by another amazing woman, which is so cool. So Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls was created to help close the confidence gap in young girls. And the stories feature women across every possible field, from astronauts and chefs, trombonists, judges, scientists, tennis players, you name it. And as a parent, I was really surprised to read that only 19% of children's books showcase women with jobs or career ambition. And by the age of six, a lot of girls already believe they are less smart than boys. That's so sad. So, to inspire the rebel girl in your life, go and find Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls wherever you get your podcasts. You can also click the link right in our show notes to check it out. Again, it's the Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls podcast, available wherever you listen. All right, Allegra, we have a, quite a few birthday gift ideas to share, mostly from, I would say, preschool through tween ages, um, and a lot of variety here. So, we're going to dive in. Um, and just kind of take turns offering our recommendations. But before we do that, uh, now's a great time to remind everybody that your local toy stores and local bookstores, um, and often local bookstores actually have a toy section, which is really nice. Um, they could really use your business right now, depending on where in the country you live and you know how quickly things are opening back up. Um, I just wanted to share that I have just um, gone online, found an email address or found their social media account and just reached out 
to ask um, how I can order through a local bookstore. And in general, they've been very quick to reply and eager to help. So just a thought as we mention these to think of those local businesses um, who, you know, are struggling right now. All right, Allegra, do you want to lead us off with a birthday gift recommendation? Yeah. So the first birthday gift that I want to recommend is these Perplexus maze balls, which are really cool. Probably the least media related thing we're going to mention today. But so basically it's a ball, a clear glass ball. Well, not glass, plastic. Yeah. And it has like a maze inside that you get a little marble to roll through. And they're really fun. Yeah. So it's like a 3D maze. They have them at different challenge levels, right? And over the Mm -hmm. years, we've had several of them. So those are really fun. And Perplexus is the brand. There are lots of other ones, though. Yeah, that's true. And so that is a great recommendation. And yeah, a lot of what we have to talk about today is book related or media related. But that was just a good I, I don't I can't think of anybody who wouldn't like Amazeball. All right. Well, I um, was thinking about different types of books that make good gifts. And one that is always a hit in our family is any kind of large nonfiction encyclopedia like book of facts or records. I realize that the word encyclopedia sounds boring, but you all, I think, know what I'm picturing. A lot of times they're ma- they're made by National Geographic or DK or Smithsonian, um, and they're big, like coffee table sized books of facts or science. Um, we really like the the ones about like weird but true. Oh, there's Ripley's Believe It or Not. Allegra, what are some of the specific titles? Uh, we have multiple books that are five thousand awesome facts about everything. That's a good one. There's like three different. 5,000 awesome facts about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like those ones by David McCullough, which are actually illustrated instead of photographs. But he has ones about um, castles and architecture. And I think he's the guy behind the way things work. Um, so anyway, these make great gift books because in our family, they're things that stick around forever. And we actually have one shelf of just those types of books. Um, and they, they're great even for pre-readers who like to look at the pictures um, and then as kids get really into different subjects, it's fun to have a big nonfiction library. And they just they're so fun to look through when you first get them. So that's my first recommendation. Oh, and before I turn it over to you, Allegra, I just double checked. And it's David McCauley, not to be confused with David McCullough, who writes um, wonderful history books. And I've read several of his. And as I said that, I thought that doesn't sound quite right. But their names are very similar. So, of course, as always, all of this is linked up in the show notes. OK, your turn. So one really good birthday gift idea is box sets of like novels like Ramona or the Little House books. And what does that look like? If you open it up, what do you describe what you're talking about in case people aren't familiar? So there's like a box filled with books with each book in the series. Yeah, this is a really fun way to get kids started on a read aloud series. Do you remember, Allegra, you you used to receive quite a few of these um, since you were the first child and we were kind of building your library. Do you remember being excited or not excited about getting books for your birthday? Is it kind of a bummer? Yes. (laughs) So just being honest, it's probably not the most exciting gift that kids are going to open. But I still think if maybe if you how would you pair it with something more exciting? It's still a worthwhile gift, I think. Yes. Maybe just not the wow factor. So yeah, I agree. Those make great Great starter gifts. You can also get box sets. I've seen the Mo Willems book has a box set. So you can always also go down to the picture book level and um, get a box set. So great idea. 
So I love to give magazine subscriptions to uh, kids and nieces and nephews and all that for birthday gifts. It's a gift that gives all year long. It's so fun to get mail. And as kids get older, their interests change. They might be ready for a new subscription. So um, we love all of the magazines that are put out by Cricket Media. And I'll link to them in the show notes. Um, We've gotten several over the years. We've also gotten National Geographic Kids and Ranger Rick and Highlights and Um, there's, there's a bunch of different ones to try. Um, but I think that is a great gift. And again, just like a box set, it's not something that a younger kid is going to be like, wow, when they open probably. Um, but a month, but getting mail is so fun. Yeah. So getting it in the mail. It's for me. Yeah. So that's a great one. All right. What have you got? So this next gift is similar to box sets, except it's comics, old comics that have like either gone out of print like Calvin and Hobbes and Farside which are the two sets that we have and they come in like these complete collections like three or four books just of Farside Calvin and Hobbes comics. Yep and this has been a huge hit in our house. Um, I would say from Calvin and Hobbes like you need to be independently reading and you need to have a a, a good sense of humor so Probably eight and up, probably, yeah. would you say? Uh, maybe, a, maybe a precocious seven. Um, but I, I'd love to look up some other uh, complete collections of comics because I bet we could think of some other. So we'll link to as many as we can in the show notes. That's a great gift. Um, and it is one that you kind of tear open and start reading right away because it's so much fun. All right. Well, this one's maybe a little bit obvious, but um, games, card games and board games make great birthday gifts. Um, And I just have a couple tips to offer. So when we give a game as a gift, I do try to look at the age recommendation and also the number of players required Um, because there's nothing more frustrating than giving a game that a kid's not quite ready to play uh, maturity wise. And I think we've talked about this on the show, Allegra, but a lot of games require reading. And so when you're in that four, five, six emerging reader stage, um, just that's just one tip that I have is look for games that don't require reading or that are specifically for that age range. And lucky for you, we have two episodes about board games and family games um, in our archives in our first 15 episodes. So we'll link to those. Um, but games always make a great gift. Yeah. Another idea for a gift is art supplies or art kits which are always fun. And I've probably gotten them for the last like four birthdays. Yeah. I love art. You do we also love have art. an episode on art supplies. We do. Yeah. Just a, just a couple episodes ago, we talked about that. When you were, let's say eight and nine, do you remember getting a lot of the kind of like make your own lip gloss kit? You know, the things that are sort of predetermined what you're going to do with them. And do you have anything to say about those versus just nice art supplies that you can do whatever you want with open-ended? I do like those kind of things that are predetermined, but I feel like you almost never use the things that you make. (laughs) They just kind of sit there. It's fun making them, but then they kind of take up space. Yeah. I mean, I know as a parent that that's my opinion, but I was curious about yours. They're definitely fun to get. And it's not that they don't make great gifts. Um, But I think over the years when we've been giving gifts, I've always drifted more toward art supplies and craft supplies that could be used for any purpose. I remember once we just went into the craft aisle at Target and kind of built our own kit. Do you remember that? We got the birthday girl's initial letter and then we got her some paint and some glitter and like 
Um, you can also save a little bit of money that way because sometimes the kits are kind of marked up um, compared to what you'd pay for those individual materials. So just just a thought. But yeah, art supplies and art kits are a great gift always. Yeah. So here's a fun idea for little ones um, that's book related. And that is a book that's personalized with the birthday child's name in the story. And the ones that we have are from a brand called I See Me. Um, and I really like them. I've seen other brands and I think there's probably a lot of great examples um, that you can find out there. But the I See Me books, um, basically when you order, you put the child's name and birth date in. And then it's a story that their name is woven into. And actually, um, it, it also helps with spelling their name because it goes letter by letter. Um, and we have two different ones that you received, Allegra, and they're really sweet. Um, and it's, I think, when especially at that like three and four year old age, it's really fun to get a book that your name is in. And I don't just mean like on the front page, it says to Allegra. I mean, it's actually part of the story that you read, which feels like you're famous or something. So that's a fun one. So another gift idea would be a camera, either a digital camera, which lasts longer, but is more expensive, but then a Polaroid camera, the Instax. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Instax one. Yeah, those are really fun. The only thing is you have to keep buying the film, but it's really fun to take the pictures and then like hang them up on your wall. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of fun with those. If people aren't familiar, what age would you recommend the Instax camera? Just off the top of your head. I'm not, I'm not saying what's on the Like package. maybe six and up. Yeah. But five-year-olds could probably do it too. I, I was going to say the same. They're pretty sturdy and they're pretty easy to use. So I, I would think five and six would be great. And they're really fun. I agree with that. Um, and also just a vote for the digital camera, like a digital point and shoot, like what we all had parents before our phones took over. Um, they've really come down in price. And if you have a kid who's interested in photography, but is way too young for a smartphone, um, don't don't forget that those little cameras exist. Uh, Reed has a great one and you have actually a little higher end one, Allegra, but um, yeah, cameras are great. And I think cameras do fit into media, don't you? Because you're yeah. you're making media. Another thing about cameras, though, is um, if you already have a Polaroid, a birthday gift could be like filters or like cases to put the pictures in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have cute accessories for those Instax ones, especially. Yeah. Great idea. Well, I want to talk about gift cards, which sounds maybe... Not so exciting, but hey, they get the job done. And in terms of media, we have always gotten a lot of mileage out of either Apple or iTunes gift cards because you guys um, have enjoyed, well, I think you've enjoyed um, using those to buy app that maybe we've said, no, we're not going to you know, pay for that. And you can buy your own app or download a movie, um, music. Or like any in-game purchases mm -hmm. like you need to buy more gems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, by the way, we do have a great episode about our favorite apps for creative play, um, many of which cost a few dollars. So I think that's a really fun one, especially as kids are getting older and, um, you know, having an interest in different apps. So Apple and iTunes gift cards, when movie theaters open back up, which they will someday or in some capacity, um, movie theater gift cards are really fun. Kind of... Uh, you know, it reminds you like, hey, let's plan a time to go to the movies. Um, and then, of course, you know, gift cards to Barnes and Noble or Amazon or your local book and toy store. 
um, all of which are great options. Yeah. I'm going to give you three clues to guess this next gift. It gets you outside. It flies high in the sky. And it's very colorful and sometimes shaped like a bird. It's a kite. A kite. Kites are fun. Kites are fun. And they're unique. Not everybody's going to get a kite. I agree. Um, And they are also socially distant. You can be getting outside right now (laughs) flying a kite this spring and summer. I think that's a great gift idea. Um, We will link to a couple of our favorites. But Allegra, you one time received four kites for your birthday (laughs) because everyone had the same idea. Or I think you wanted one. And then four people decided I'm going to get her a kite. Yeah. Yeah. But flying a kite is really fun. And that's a great gift idea. Well, I will finish up here with another type of book idea. Um, two, actually, depending on the age. When you guys were very little, we loved the I Spy books, basically like a search and find with photographs. Um, they're really, really fun and a great alternative to reading a story aloud. Of course, we love doing that too, but I remember you guys just sitting and looking at them rather independently um, when you were really little. So I Spy books. And then as kids get older, Where's Waldo is still a classic and there's multiple versions of it. And those are hard, man. I cannot find Waldo half the time. (laughs) So at the end of every episode, we do what we are reading and what you are reading. So, Mom, what are you reading right now? Well, I am actually reading the same book that I was reading when we came on the podcast two weeks ago. And that is Outlander by Diana Gabaldon. Um, It's good. It's slow going. And my reading habits are just not the best right now. So I thought I would mention a book I read a few months ago um, because I haven't mentioned it on the podcast before and we can link to it. And it's called A Week in Winter by Maeve Binchy. And she's um, an Irish writer, very prolific. I had never read any of her novels. And it's just charming. It's just was like a very easy, digestible, lovely little story. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So that's a week in winter by Maeve Finchy and Allegra. What are you reading right now? I just finished last night, the seventh Harry Potter book. I have been reading the fifth, sixth and seventh book. And we've been listening to the first couple on audio. I know we've sort of been Potter immersed the last few weeks. And actually we're thinking of doing a Harry Potter themed episode where we go a little deeper into books, audiobooks, movies, all of that. You think that'd be fun, Allegra? Yeah. So um, you did a reread. Do you remember hearing it the first time? I think dad read it to you the first time, right? Yeah. And I remembered most of it, but it was still fun to reread it. Yeah, I bet. How long did it take you? It's a long one. Mm, let's see. Four days. Okay. Okay, and then what you all are reading out there, we got an email from listener Beth. Beth, thank you for writing and for listening. So Allegra, what are Beth and her kids reading right now? So Beth's nine-year-old Ryan has just finished reading The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, a classic starts book that is retold from the Mark Twain original. Yeah, so it sounds like they were reading that one, reading aloud together. And we've talked about how those... um. Young readers or classic starts editions can be really great. Yeah. And then they are also reading Runaway Ralph, the second book in the Ralph Mouse collection by Beverly Cleary. Always a favorite. I feel like I've read Mouse on the Motorcycle 40 times, and I've only read the second and third book a lot less than 40. (laughs) And then so her five-year-old Toby 
They are just starting on the Magic Treehouse series by Mary Pope Osborne. Also very fun. Mm-hmm. And then Lucy, her three-year-old, really likes any books found in the Dino Fours series by Steve Metzger. Yeah, Steve Metzger. I'm not familiar with that Dino Fours series, so we will link that up. Um, that sounds really good. And then Beth herself is reading 101 Books to Read Before You Grow Up by Bianca Schultz. Um, and she says it's giving her lots of ideas for other books she wants to read with her kids, which is awesome. So thank you, Beth and Ryan and Toby and Lucy. Thank you all for doing your great reading and for writing into the podcast. So Allegra, time to wrap up. We'll talk to everybody in a couple weeks. And thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Kid Literate is a production of Life Listened. Our sound engineer is Brian Thomas from Yokai Audio. You can find links to everything we mentioned at kidliteratepodcast.com and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Thanks!